time now for the first half of your evening news here on KCIM. This is Abby Ward reporting. Carroll County Farm Bureau is holding its first annual grocery grab event next month during National Agricultural Week. Carroll County Farm Bureau President Jason Neese says they were looking for a fun way to help local organizations while celebrating the agricultural industry and its impact on our local economy. We decided to start something new. We have been doing a Cram the Cab event in the past, and we we wanted to change things up a little bit and do a grocery grab and try to get a little bit more of the ag businesses involved. The event takes place at Fairway in Carroll on March 21st, where teams of local ag businesses will compete for the champion trophy. Board member Marie Pudence says the primary goal is to achieve as close to a $250 grocery bill as possible with items requested from the local food pantries. Each team will have two or three people on the team and only one team member can put items into the cart. On the cart they have to have at least 10 items that the food pantries want. So then they'll get that list of items like three minutes before they what they call a heat. And then they have three minutes to get all the items. We're giving out three different prizes, one for the most decorative cart or costumes, one for the closest to $250, and then the other prize goes out to the team that makes the most money. So whatever you have in the cart, that's what you have to pay for. And we are donating all that to the four different food pantries in Carroll County. Nice encourages any business in the ag field to get a team signed up. Pretty much anybody can sign up. We are looking to bring in the ag community together. So ag businesses or even individual farms or whoever that has some relation to agriculture can sign up for this event. They can contact the Carroll Home Office uh, by phone or by email at carroll.county at ifbf.org. All food or money raised will be divided and donated to the Community of Concern, New Opportunities, C3 Manning Food Pantry, and Coon Rapids Baird Food Pantry. For questions or to sign up a team, call the main office at 712-792-9296 or email carol.county at ifbf.org. Glidden will soon be offering a new place for residents to take their four-legged friends to run and play. With a grant of $5,500 from a local Peace Lutheran Charities Foundation, new agility equipment will be added to the area where Old Wastewater Plant was located on the southeast corner of town to create a fenced-in dog park. City Administrator Brooke Peterson says the city hopes to install the new equipment in the next few months, giving residents a safe place for their dogs to run and play. The equipment purchased includes metal hoops for the dogs to jump through, an adjustable metal bar to jump over, and waste stations to encourage residents to clean up after their pets. Peterson says the city was looking for a way to utilize the land, and the idea stemmed from request from the community. Peterson thanks the Peace Lutheran Charities for the grant money to make this happen and encourages everyone to take their dog to the Glidden Dog Park once construction is finished. Locals People's Bank in Scranton and Jefferson is starting a new housing initiative to assist local town residents with funding for housing projects. The 25-corridor housing initiative began in the fall of 2023, aiming to increase property values and the general attractiveness and availability of housing in local communities. The 25CHI is a separate entity from the 144CHI that serves the eastern side of Greene County and beyond. People's Bank Market President and Treasurer for 25CHI, Tina Beeman, and Peggy Hoyt, who serves as 25CHI Secretary, says this initiative will serve the eastern side of Greene County and parts of Carroll and Guthrie Counties. 
we just wanted to bring it over to this side because a small town just needs some revitalization. And this whole idea that was really brought from Ogden Legacy Group is kind of how this became the Highway 25 corridor housing. The exterior matching grant is available to any resident living in the city limits of Sheridan, Scranton, Ralston, Baird, Bagley, and Coon Rapids looking to complete an exterior project on a house. Those accepted will receive 50% of the total project cost up to $1,500. Beeman and Hoyt say the application projects will be reviewed by the board and scaled according to need and priority. So with any improvements to the exterior of a qualifying residence, and just some examples would be roof repair, maybe new doors or a new window. They may even just need a dumpster to clean up the yard to make it look better. Another example would be a tree removal. So if you have a dead tree, that can be a safety hazard and it's a cosmetic hazard as well. So that's something else that would be eligible for this. The one that probably is just more of a beauty thing and it doesn't really need anything is going to probably score lower so that all the other more needed beautifying and improvements would get a higher score. And if we ran out of money by the time we got to that last one that basically just pretty and it doesn't really need anything, it's just a little accent, then that one probably wouldn't get funded. Applications are now accepted until April 1st. Funds must be used on projects completed by November 30th of this calendar year. All receipts of project purchases must be submitted to 25CHI by December 13th for reimbursement. Beeman and Hoyt encourage all residents of eligible towns to sign up as grants will be given out until funding is all used up. They can pick up an application at any of the people's bank locations that are in the areas. Any of the town city halls has the information and the town libraries. We've gotten information out to all of them. They can also apply on our Facebook page, which is 25 Corridor Housing Initiative. We have a Google Doc uploaded that they can apply online to make it easy. Again, applications for the 25 CHI Exterior Matching Grant are due by April 1st. Flyers with additional information, a link to their Facebook page, and an application have all been included with this story on our website. And that has been the first half of your evening news here on KCIM. We will be back for more after these messages. Remodeling or building a new home? Where do you even start? Shelly Schaefer started at Pranger Slumberland. When I walked through the door at Pranger Slumberland, I had a sheet of paper with my floor plan drawn out on it. I started working with Julie and she was tremendous help, gave me many suggestions, what color to paint the walls, to the size of the baseboard, flooring, tile, putting the whole house together. Julie is very talented at figuring out your style. Pringer Slumberland has a large variety of furniture in the store. We also did a lot of custom ordering. It was easy. We love our house. We could not have done it without Pringers, without Julie. This is our forever home, and I wanted everything to be perfect, and Julie did that. Tremendous selection and free design service. That's just part of what you can expect when you work with Pranger's Slumberland in Carroll. Stop by the Pranger's showroom on Highway 30 West, Carroll. Time now for the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. But before we get into any stories, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast with some weather facts. So tonight we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a low around 29. Tomorrow we're going to see increasing clouds with a high near 53. Wednesday night there's a 50% chance of rain before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low around 26. Wind gusts could be as high as 23 miles per hour. 
And Thursday, we're looking at sunny skies with a high near 37, wind gusts as high as 18 miles per hour. And Thursday night, a 50% chance of snow, mainly after midnight, mostly cloudy with a low around 23. That's what I was worried about. Second winter, it is coming. We were blessed with this beautiful weather, and now we are getting snow. But if we look ahead, we're going to have highs still near in the upper 40s. So, I mean, it's not going to stay very long. Now let's take a look at oh some weather facts for you today. Um, yesterday's high was 50 degrees and yesterday's low was 24. Sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.18 a.m. And back in 1954, record high was set at 61 degrees, while record low was negative 29, set back in 1905. We are still setting pretty well above normal. Normal range for this year is a high of 33, which right now we're sitting at 45. So I mean, it's still above normal. So I will take it. Now let's take a look at your evening news. The Sac County Sheriff's Office reports they are investigating alleged threats from juveniles following a fight Monday morning at the Ridgeview Middle School in early Authorities say the altercation occurred between two male students, one from Holstein and the other from Schaller. During their investigation, deputies discovered there may have been a threat of possible violence during an upcoming dance scheduled for Friday night in Holstein. According to law enforcement, one of the two males had intended to fight the other student during the dance because of a TikTok video he had posted. Authorities later learned that Holstein Juvenile had sent a threatening message to the other student, and there were allegations of photos of a gun that had been sent via Snapchat. Deputies conducted additional interviews and were able to corroborate the threat of violence with a firearm. However, officials note they take every threat of violence seriously. Students, parents, and staff will see additional law enforcement present at the Ridgeview Middle School over the next several days. Individuals with information about this incident are asked to contact the Sac County Sheriff's Office at 712-662-7127. The Ida County Sheriff's Office also assisted with the investigation. Yesterday, the Community Foundation of Carroll County announced more than $200,000 in grants to local projects for the 2024 award cycle. 23 grants were selected during the CFCC board's meeting on February 7th, totaling $200,220. Of that total, $116,685.12 will be distributed through the county endowment program. $30,034.88 from the CFCC's endowment fund and $53,500 from funding through the Grow Green County Gaming Corporation. Notable awards include $12,000 to the Arcadia Betterment and Development Corporation for improvements to the Arcadia Shelter House and its parking lot, $10,000 to the Carroll Area Child Care Center and Preschool for updated cameras and security systems, $15,000 to the Carroll Athletic Association for fencing and lighting improvements at Merchant Parks, and many others. Funding from the Grill Green County Gaming Corporation provided a $25,000 grant to the City of Coon Rapids for trailside resurfacing, and the City of Templeton will receive $15,000 for improvements to the community ball field, to name a few. A complete list of recipients is included with this story on our website. The Animal Rescue of Carroll is hosting a special Valentine's Day themed fundraiser this week. Karen Schoten, 
Uh, ARC Volunteer says the holiday is centered on love, so why not love for pets? Valentine's Day is for lovers, and if you love animals, consider donating $5 to Animal Rescue of Carol on our Facebook page. All you have to do is click on the Donate button. The fundraiser is now live and easy to find. Simply search for Animal Rescue of Carol on Facebook and click the blue Donate button near the top of the page. Shoten says donations are critical for the shelter's ongoing operations. The money that you give will be used to give treats, toys, blankets, leashes, collars, and all the other things that the ARC pets need. And the vet bills and food and litter and there are just so many needs, it's unbelievable. Shoten adds they are always looking for more volunteers with all types of skill sets. Volunteers and fosters are needed at all times. We also need adopters, of course. Shoten says there has been rumors of the ARC closing its doors, but she says those are untrue. First of all, Animal Rescue is not closing the shelter. I've heard various rumors saying that we are. We are not. The other thing is I've heard rumors saying that we will not take any more animals. That is not exactly true. We take kittens because kitten season has started. We take animals from Carol Vet Clinic. And we will take surrenders if there is room. ARC's Valentine fundraiser runs through the end of the week. Once spring arrives, they plan to return to their monthly drive through meals, likely in April. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed an order yesterday extending the Iowa's Harvest Proclamation for another few weeks. The new expiration date for the relaxation of weight limits and transportation of harvest-related goods is now February 23rd. The proclamation allows vehicles transporting corn, soybeans, hay, straw, silage, stover, fertilizer, and manure to be overweight without exceeding 90,000 pounds gross weight without a permit for the duration of this proclamation. This order applies to loads transported on all highways within the state, excluding the interstate system. Applicable vehicles must not exceed the maximum axle weight limit determined under the non-primary highway gross weight table in Iowa Code by more than 12.5%, remain under the legal maximum axle weight limit of 20,000 pounds, and comply with posted limits on roads and bridges. The complete proclamation is included with this story on our website. And that has been a look at your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. Have a great evening.